0: In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, BattleBards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Sechmet. You step through the portal, and there is a cold feeling as you break the plane of it. And then you realize as you step to the other side that the crisp mountain air is quite cool for this time of year. You are very much used to the sultry climate of Kasara, and so a shiver runs through you. You have made your decision. You will be staying with the party for the foreseeable future. And something about having stepped through that invisible doorway makes you feel different. You feel like you're standing taller, straighter. You're reflecting on the events of the last few minutes, the fight down in the cavern, the wave-washed beach, the watery snake encircling your friend and trying to drag him under the waves. And you think of all the things that you did in that fight, things that stretched your capabilities, things that pushed you to new levels. And you find that the music that always surges in your head is now a little more distinct, a little more clear. And for the first time in a long time, you feel as though you have a greater confidence in the future and in what you have to offer. And so you look down the path that leads from your vantage point here in the mountains. And the road ahead of you now looks like an opportunity and not something to be feared. Welcome to level 13. Why don't you take us through what you pick up at this level as a 13th level rogue.
1: As a 13th level rogue, one of the things that I pick up is some third level spells. And because of the way that we've been narrating this, this will in a way also backfill some of his understanding of some spells that he hasn't really understood and will allow him a greater understanding and use of the magic that he hasn't had so far. One of the spells he hasn't really used but has kind of in the back of his mind is this idea of being able to move things adeptly, even though they're not in reach. One of the things he thought about several times during the battle was, what if I could distract someone and make it so that they were focused on something else, not me? And if I could do that, if I could really make it so that they were not thinking about me, man, I, I, could, I, could, stab even, I could stab even better. This idea of being a part of a, a world that he not only has magic a part of it, but also grows magic or frees magic or makes it more available, makes it so that studying and thinking about magic is going to be on, on Sekhmet's mind. One of the other things that he thinks he can do is, in, in using the weaknesses of others, in really doing serious harm, he thinks that, that maybe he has a better understanding of the right places. And he's pretty sure the next time that he sneaks up on somebody... He might know where some more veins are, maybe a few more tendons. Make it so that they can't, they can't do a lot.
0: Where a snake's kidneys are.
1: I'm learning where those things are. <laughs> Having seen a snake get punched in the kidneys, those things, are, those things are, are more apparent.
0: Yeah. Good. And you also get a bonus to your proficiency. Yes. That goes up by one, and you get an extra sneak attack die, so you're up to 7d6. So that's a lot you're picking up, making it to level 13. That's great. Any impressions you want to share? Anything that you've thought of as you've played uh, this part of the season with Sekhmet?
1: You and I have talked about this, that we thought about a character that would work in a kind of a city environment, Uh being a secretly controlling element to a bunch of crime families, and transitioning that character and being a rogue to being kind of an overland adventurer character is going to be interesting mm-hmm. and it's going to impact kind of some of the spells I choose uh, now that magic is a part of his world not just as an intuitive force but something he does with intention uh, kind of picking the spells that he's going to do I might change some things out and pick up some new ones I do have some more spell slots so thinking about development of the character in that direction is going to be a big part of, of, of where this character goes at, at, um, at level 13.
0: Great. Well, now all that's left to do is roll for your hit points.
1: You said 1d8? Yeah. Well, it's going to be a 5 then.
0: Okay. And then you add your constitution modifier.
1: Okay. Uh, 6.
0: All right. You get to add 6 to your total, to your max.
1: Does that also change my um yeah, my hit dice? Yeah.
0: Number of hit dice will be equal to your level.
1: Okay. Got it. Now there's some, a couple of things that change what with my proficiency bonus going up.
0: Correct. All your weapon attacks and your spell casting is going to be affected also, so you can take care of that off mic. Uh, Do you have any other questions or anything you want to talk about before we wrap this special Level Up episode?
1: I think it's fitting for Segment to level up in addition to this massive change in in his life and being attached to this party that does things very differently than the way that he did things in his world (laughs) before.
0: Yeah. Going from solo to relying on others, that's a big change. Well, with that, we will conclude this episode. And thank you, Jeremy, for allowing us to see your character grow the way he has. And I hope you're looking forward to more fun as we continue. See you here next time, stackers, right here at Stack Dice.